right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Now, let's get YouTube to be a part of this show. All right, there we go. Blow up, she wait. Camera mode. All right, we got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you are up and running. Wonder, Wonder Twin Powers activate. Let's get this thing a little bit more comfortable. All right, gang, let's jump into today's shit. I'm not going to lie. Uh, life blows, and I would much rather sit in a dark room, stare at a wall, fucking cry. Which tells me this is exactly what I need to be doing. So let's have a bang up time. Let's talk some shit. Let's learn some shit. Let's do this together. So getting the first one up on the hit list was some doo-doo ass bullshit I saw on Twitter. You guys know how it works. Uncle Bobby saw some shit. So now Uncle Bobby has to rant about some shit. Let's just pull up some of this shit. All right, let's get into the people's iPad of knowledge. All right, so I was responding to, uh, again, I'm not getting people's permissions. I'm not going to give their handle out. But let's just call this person S.O. S.O. found this video. And again, assuming this video is authentic, I don't understand it. What's the motivation? Now, gang, it's, I've done shows on this bullshit before, right? It's these Christian TikTok videos where they're making themselves out to be, you know, the victim. Hold on, let me get a fan, gang. It's hot down bubble. Well, it's not really hot. It's just humid, right? Texas feels like a fucking armpit right now. All right, that's a little bit better. We better go and dub it. And I remember one of the thing the last one I did, gang. Again, if you hear a fan in the background, because there's a fan in the background. But I remember that one of the last ones I did. It was this kid who didn't look like he even had his fucking driver's license. And, you know, he's got the Christian rock bullshit in the background. And it's like, you know, denounce Jesus, denounce Jesus. And, you know, the first version of himself denounces Jesus. The second one denounces Jesus. Then the third one, you know, the background goes completely red. He digs his heels like, no, no, I'm not going to denounce Jesus. <laughs> then you see this big flash of light. And then... You know, the kid, you know, wakes up and it's like light behind him and everything else. Long story short, what he was trying to get across was I'm willing to die instead of denouncing Jesus. And I remember the words were like, good job, you know, good and faithful servant. And I was like, you guys got to be fucking kidding me. That thing had like 20 trillion fucking likes. I can't even get 100 sometimes. Right. But again, it's just bullshit that Christians are being persecuted and that it's hard being a Christian and the blase and the fucking glavenoid. But gang, it is quite, you guys know that meme. Uh, podcasters just kind of follow along. It's this kid with his head down and there's a boot on his face. And then you blow up the picture and you, you go back and you realize he's got his hand on a boot. And it, this is exactly what this guy's doing, gang. And again, this clearly is not Steven Spielberg uh, level movie makeup, 
but he's got red shit on his face like he's bleeding. And he's on the ground, literally hitting himself in the face with the boot. The words are persecuted until the moment the trumpet sounds. Christians, seriously, before we jump into this, I need you to do me a very small favor, okay? I need you to shut the fuck up. You guys would not know persecution if persecution came up to you and said, hi, my name's persecution. Then said, hey, say my name back to me. You know what you guys would say? Richard, you guys don't know persecution. Fucking stop it. But I responded because, again, the, the question was, what is the motivation? My response was to show the world to show that the world hates Christians because the world hated Jesus. That's actually biblical, right? That's what Jesus said, right? They will hate you because they hated me. Now, if you ask me, whatever quote-unquote hate Christians are getting in the States, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Christians, you poke at everyone's fucking weak spots. Then when you get a kickback, again, you guys are the first ones to say, why are you persecuting me? Right, like fuck nuts, uh, fuck face Kevin Sorbo saying that he just got called into the office one day and said, we're firing you because you're a Christian. I guarantee you he's leaving out 90% of that goddamn story, right? Again, his loving message as he goes on set, you know, and calls gay people faggots or tells them, you know, this isn't God's best and all this other bullshit. And then when you get the kickback that you so richly deserve, you guys want to call persecution and say no one has it harder. Please go fuck yourself. But what really made this made the hit list today, gang, again, that was my response. To show the world, show that the world hates Christians because the world hated Jesus. Now, as usual, Uncle Bobby's going to hang the asterisk because that's how Uncle Bobby gets down. If you know the thread that I'm talking about, again, this is not a call to arms. Don't attack this person. I actually like this person. We obviously don't agree on the Jesus and the God shit, but we, 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 we respect each other. So we'll just call this person G. Uh, B to B to B. Hold on. Let me make sure I got it all. Come on. All right. So G's response to my uh, answer was, people who don't believe do hate us. Uh, yeah, this, this person speaks at a different... I have to translate his tweets is what I'm trying to say. Uh, people who don't believe do hate us. If they didn't, they would accuse us of being, I think that's supposed to be immoral. We aren't. Or that we believe in a zombie. Or, he, or we are delusional. We are not. And I said, that's not exactly loving again. I'm not making fun. I've heard this person speak and we have spoken. I think when this person gets nervous, it really gets chopped up. So I'm having to translate some, but okay. Let me talk about the first part that he's, uh, that G just said. Uh, what is it? People who don't believe, do, uh, how about, here's my response gang. I said, that's not, um, that's not hate. That's called critique in America. Christians want their beliefs to be out front. That spotlight also means getting feedback, and believers don't like it. 
I will never feel sorry for the ruling class. Let's just go through this thread real fast and we'll rewind the clock. Uh, hold on. Oh, then he said, uh, on the opposite side, we, talking about Christians, we are not exactly loving when we tell non-believers they're going to hell. I agree. Uh, then what else did he say? Uh, then this is his response to me saying American Christians are getting criticism. This person doesn't live in the States, so I'm giving uh, acknowledgement to that. Maybe nothing wrong with criticism. Hold on. Criticism that, oh, I think that's supposed to be that. That's healthy. Everything wrong with name-calling or using the stigma surrounding mental health to deride someone. By the way, I think uh, the way some Christians deal with non-believers is poisonous. Okay, so my question when I wanted to make sure about the um, the name-calling, like, like, you mean like delusional? Because I think that's what he was trying to get in one of his other tweets. Yeah, it's taking the silver revolting stigma that surrounds mental health and try and buy people into changing their minds. By the way, I feel the same way when believers tell non they're evil. Again, I've talked to this cat and I've heard him speak on uh, Gonna Go For It's channel. When this person gets rattled or nervous, it's hard to understand this person. So again, I'm giving acknowledgement to that. Don't 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 ride this cat for this gang. But let's break down this shit. All right, all right. So I think at the end of the day, Christians, we just fear different things, right? Again, I don't, and I don't feel sorry for the ruling class. And in this case, it's fucking Christianity. I don't feel sorry for you guys. Not one fucking ounce, right? Again, so let's talk about the whole. Okay, people hate us. We don't hate you, Gene. We don't hate you. We are critiquing you, right? And again, I can only speak for American Christianity, especially down here in the South, especially I live in the Bible Belt, right? This isn't hate. This is fucking criticism. And again, I've got the definition of new atheism and I give it the fucking finger because in my opinion, this is new atheism, right? I, I think Christians are so used to getting their way. Christians are so used to calling their own fucking shots without any kickback at all whatsoever. But now people are starting to say, you know what, I actually need you to shut the fuck up. That was not kind. That was not loving. That was actually just straight up rude, right? That was mean-spirited. Oh, well, you know, Jesus, I don't give a fuck what Jesus says. I just told you how that made me feel. Now write that shit down and never say that again. That's not hate. That is something that Christians are not used to getting, G, and that is feedback. So, no, we don't hate you guys, right? We, we are trying to draw a line. And, again, if, if your shit stayed in your church houses, you would never hear from the likes of me, right? Again, I, I said this when I saw that picture of Jimmy Carter. If your version of Jesus makes you do good things, I like your Jesus, Right. I, I won't. I probably well, I'll never fucking meet the guy, but I would never debate Jimmy Carter on his version of Jesus because his version of Jesus makes him give more than what he takes. Right. So, again, I'm going to address that. The answer is no. Gene, we, we don't hate you guys. 
We're giving you guys feedback. And the truth is, you guys don't like it. Now, again, accused of being, oh, yeah, because he did say delusional. I'm not really married to that term. I have used it, right? So, again, if he asked me to stop calling a Christian, or at least him, delusional, I'd be like, okay. But here's the thing, right? Because if I were to ask him, not in this context, because, you know, at this point, a Christian's going to knuckle up, right? That's what they do. But if I were to ask them, do you guys actually believe that you're talking to someone who's not in the room, right? And, and do you believe that person is listening? You know what they would say? Yeah. It's like, that's actually the very definition of fucking delusional, right? And here's the thing I've always said, gang. The God proposition is always one pronoun away from being the most ridiculous shit you've ever heard in your entire life. Gang, I do not care how long it's been since you and your significant other have had a date night. I don't care. If y'all are upstairs getting all gussied up. Did I just say gussied up? Holy shit. How old am I? Just the fucking wild, wild west? I'm on the set of Gunsmoke? Holy shit. But gang, if y'all are upstairs getting gussied up, and you come downstairs and your babysitter is sitting there talking to themselves, and you're like, uh, what, what's going on there? Gang, I guarantee you, you can put probably 10 out of 10 atheists in the couples in the exact same category. But if they said, oh, sorry, uh, I, I was talking to Jesus to, to give me guidance and to help me, you know, keep your children safe. Christians, atheists, Muslims, we would all be like, okay, hey, here's your hundred bucks. We'll, we'll be back in a couple of hours, right? Take the word Jesus out, put the word Frank in. If you guys came downstairs after getting gussied up and you're like, okay, babysitters in the corner talking to themselves, uh, hey, what's, what's going on? And if your babysitter said, oh, I'm talking to Frank, uh, no big deal. Uh, Frank is giving me guidance on how to take care of your children tonight. You guys go have fun. You'd be like, get the fuck out of my house. And especially if that person said, oh, don't worry, I know you can't see Frank. But you believe in Frank. Don't trust. I know you're saying you don't, but you're actually suppressing the, the, the truth of frankness in your unrighteousness. Don't worry. You believe in Frank. Then you probably get so frustrated, you would just beat the shit out of your fucking babysitter and risk jail time. Right? That's my point about delusional. Right? So when we sit here and say, right, Christians are delusional because you guys actually think that someone that isn't in the room that no one can see and that you can't prove it, that you're talking to this person and they're fucking listening, right? But again, if, if G were to ask me not to call him delusional, gang, I'm not married to that label. And I would say, okay, right? What else did G say? Oh, that we believe in a zombie. Now that one, I'm not giving up. I'm just like, shut the fuck up, Right? Again, you're, you're telling me that this fucker was dead for 48 hours and on the third day, his monkey ass walked out of a goddamn tomb. We have a name for that and it's literally fucking zombie. And this is why, gang, and let's just jump right into the point of this. This is why I'm not going to feel sorry for the ruling class. Okay? We just fear two different things. They don't want us to say that Jesus is a zombie and they don't want to be called delusional. If you want me to be honest, suck it the fuck up, buttercup, 
because people out there are worried about things infinitely more detrimental than being called delusional or saying that you worship a zombie, right? Christians, again, while you're worried, again, these are champagne problems, gang. I mean, seriously, go fuck yourselves. These are champagne problems. Christians, you get upset when people say that you're delusional. But again, that's what you're afraid of. Do you know what everyone else is afraid of, Christians? You. You. I live in the South. And no, this is not uniquely Christian. You can find some atheists that are pro-force birth. This is not all Christianity. But down here in the South, it is definitely a Christian uh, initiative. And that is to end... I just built hashtag a professional. And that is to end... All abortion. And Greg Abbott did it. Fuckface Ron DeSantis did it. They passed it in Oklahoma. I do believe Kentucky. They st- Alabama. They get up and they say, this is a victory for fucking God. Christians, you're afraid of being called a name. Women, at least down here in the South, they're afraid of Christians. Because this is not unusual. I remember, gang, when I first uh, came clean about being an atheist, I told you guys, the the drive to get me to come back to the flock was fucking tremendous, right? And this has happened before, but this lady was the first. And I still remember she was the one who was pulling, you know, what G was talking about, how everyone hates us and how we're being persecuted. I was like, show me how. Well, Robert, we're being persecuted. Now, I heard what you said. I just need you to demonstrate how. Robert, we're being persecuted. I don't think you heard me. I said I heard what you said. Now demonstrate it. And she kept going and going. I was like, look, if you don't demonstrate it, I'm going to hang up on you. Seriously, shut the fuck up. You know what she said? She said, people make fun of us. And I just remember, I started laughing at her. I did. I was like, wait, is that what you call hard times? Is that what you call actual fucking persecution? Suck it up, right? Go get yourself some bigger fucking problems. But again, you guys are worried about, again, if you don't want to be laughed at, Christians, stop having laughable fucking beliefs. You're a grown-ass man. You're a grown-ass woman. And you just told another grown-ass adult that you believe in the Noah's Ark story. You you, you tell me when I'm, you shut the fuck, of course I'm going to laugh at you for that, right? And shut the fuck up. But again, Christians, you're worried about being called a name whilst everyone else is afraid of you. You know, again, Christians, you're afraid of being laughed at. You're afraid of being called delusional. You know who's afraid of you? Gay people in this goddamn country. Yeah, they are. Gang, marriage equality is less than 10 years old. And every single time we sat here and we heard a senator, state rep, a president, anybody sit here and talk about marriage equality, right? It's the same doo-doo-ass bullshit, right? Uh, God made Adam for Steve, Eve, not Adam for Steve. It's between one man and one woman. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. I actually remember one of the little girls that I watched grow up, I was invited to her wedding. <sighs> gang, I'm pretty sure if there is a Jesus, even Jesus was like, okay, gang, 
Seriously, can we focus on the two people <laughs> at the altar? Leave me the fuck out of it. This isn't a fucking threesome. But this little girl was highly religious. And she had two pastors from two different denominations. And gang- the wedding took half a second. But they just spent the entire time just jerking Jesus off and the amens and the blase and the fucking glavenoids. And I remember because it was a packed church. This is a very popular family here where I live. And they just would not stop. And lived for five minutes, every sentence was finished up with, and God made one man for one woman. God made one man for one woman. God, and the crowd was like, one man for one woman, one man for one woman. Gang, there's a very popular restaurant here where I live. There's a server that is everyone's friend. Let's just call him A. A is one of those there's, no, there's not a single table. Everyone has A on speed dial. It's like I called the front, but there's like, shut the fuck up. I'll see you in 15 minutes. I got this. A has watched their kids grow up just like I have. Now, gang, A has never officially come out of the closet, but let's just say when it happens, people are going to be about as shocked as when Barry Manilow did, okay? And I'm sitting right here. Well, a squid just showed up. Say hello, squid. All right, so I'm sitting right here. Again, this was packed. A was was right there leaning against the wall. I'm sitting right here. And after about the one millionth, and God made one man for one woman. This is what she saw A do. It hurt A. Podcasters, you can't see me. I put my head down and I sighed. It hurt A. It really hurt A. I mean, it really dug into A that the people that have been calling A friend for all these years, decades, they're they're, they're cheering this fucking bigotry. So again, Christians, you, you, again, I respect your space to be afraid, but when you compare it to other, I, I just told someone this shit yesterday at work. Think what you want to think. Believe what you want to believe. But when you say what you want to say, you got to know your fucking audience. And while you're sitting there saying, no one has it harder than Christians. I mean, someone called me delusional yesterday. You know what that gay person is going to say? Please go fuck yourself. I am still not seen as equal thanks to your fucking holy book. So again, we are just worried about two different things. Christians, you're afraid of being laughed at even though you got laughable beliefs. You know who's afraid of you, Christians? Transgender fucking people. We have pastors who are getting out off the pulpit. Again, this is why you need to tax the fucking church game. You you guys, you're getting off the pulpit. You guys are joining government talks saying that transgender people are evil. Right? And even when you're not fucking uh, getting off the pulpit, you guys are doing entire sermons about it. Again, you there are no numbers to support this wild and out ass claim that you're going to get your booty hole busted wide the fuck open by a transgender person. But you know who we do have numbers on? Let me give you a hint. It rhymes with Catholic fucking priest. Give me a break. You guys are worried about being called a name while everyone else on the planet, we are afraid of you. I mean, it's, it's I mean, how fucked up is that? I mean, let's just reach into the past. Because again, people like to say it's over, it's over. It's like, yeah, no, it's not. Christians, you're afraid of being called a name. You know who used to be afraid of you, Christians? Black people. 
You want to know why? Because the exact same book that we were forbidden to learn how to read is the exact same book that you fucks were to reach into to enslave people that look like me. And I know, I know, I know. Save it. Fucking save it. Because then you're going to sit here and say that abolitionists were Christians, the blase and the glavenoids. Then I'm going to tell you to shut the fuck up and eat a bag of rancid dicks. Well, here's the thing. It's not just that the abolitionists use the Bible as justification to free the slaves. The slave owners use the Bible to enslave us. But you know the real fucked up thing is, gang? And if you think Uncle Bobby's lying, what is he going to tell you to do? Look that shit up. Not only would the abolitionists and the slaveholders reach into the Bible to justify their stance, not only did they reach into the same book of the Bible, gang, sometimes they reach for the same verse. This is what happens when you fucking lean on a 2,000-year-old rule book for your fucking morality versus making that shit up your goddamn self. The bottom line is, and let's close this portion out because I can go fucking forever. Christians, again, believe it or not, gang, I don't hate G for this response, right? And if G were to see this, hopefully G would take this the right way. This is called feedback. Christians, this is that thing that you are not used to on the fucking strength. But again, G's response was, the world does hate us. Again, you are not being hated. You are getting feedback. Again, Christians, to lead the band, you have to turn your back to the crowd. That means everyone can see your ass. If you want your views up front and center, that means your views are going to get fucking criticized. Those are the rules. What's up? If that feedback is hate, they should definitely recognize it. But is it hate or, I mean, it's not hateful when, but it's not hate. It's, it's when the Christian says, you gay person, you're a filthy faggot. Well, don't call me that. Well, I can call you that because where it says right here in Leviticus, that blank. And when that filthy faggot reaches up and says, you know what? If you say that one more time in front of my husband and my kids, I'm going to be, you're going to have a very bad afternoon. That I don't see that as hate. That that's the hate is yeah. The hate is them saying what they said. Exactly. The consequences are people are finally standing up for themselves and saying Christians for far too long you've literally been able to get away with murder, and now we're not trying to hear about it. So again, let's wrap this shit up. Christians, I respect your space to be afraid, but the truth is we just fear different things. You're afraid of being called a name while everyone else is literally afraid of you and the unchecked power that you fucking possess. All right, gang. Thanks to the world's greatest DJ. I'm looking at the clock and I am pressing up on the 29 minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go.
indeed black. Did you guys know that? Born and raised. Yeah, I can absolutely confirm that I am fucking black. Let's get YouTube up and running. What happened, gang? Oh, yeah. Hit the camera button. Okay. Okay. We got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you are black Avengers Assemble. Now, gang, we're, if you haven't been able to tell, we're just going to kick the shit out of Christianity today. It makes me happy, and it's Easter weekend. I can't think of anything better to do on Easter weekend than to talk shit about my former uh, faith system. And before one of you Christians sit there and fix your fucking filthy mouth to say that I was never a Christian, I'm going to tell you something. I need you to go fuck yourself. I've actually been told that on more than one occasion, gang. And it's like, look, because, dude, I still remember the, the one that made the biggest difference or biggest impact was fuckface Asa Pittman. And me and Peter talked to him, and, and it was the most frustrating conversation because he wasn't having a conversation. He was just preaching. And I kept trying to tell him throughout the entire conversation. It's like, dude, not only have I heard all of this before, I've actually preached all this before. I've read the Bible three times, not an exaggeration, gang, from cover to fucking cover. I can still out-Bible Christians that I talk to to this fucking day. And I still remember it was, it was at a breaking point. We're about 40 minutes in, right? And I, do, and I just, I, I kind of leaned into him a little bit. And I'm not fucking apologizing. And I told him straight up, dude, you are not having a fucking conversation. You were just fucking preaching. I told you, I was a Christian. I already know this stuff. You know what he said? No, you wasn't. And I was like, fuck face. You don't get to make that fucking call. But there got some, I got some shit on that later, gang. You guys remember me talking about fuck face Doug Wilson? Gang, that was probably my first organic reaction video. And I remember, oh God, I'm trying to remember what it is that made me swear him off for a while. But it was, it was literally, it, it was something along the lines, it, it, this is a comparison. It would have been the equivalent of someone coming to me saying, Robert, I was raped. And my response was, but what were you wearing? That, that was his response to say it was, and I just remember being like, oh, I can't fuck with this dude. I mean, it was so disgusting. But I also remember <laughs> one of his response, what would that fucker say? Oh, he was doing a response video. And I'm about to respond to one of his response videos. And I remember, I can't remember who the person was, but they said, and God is so secure that he needs us to get on our knees and worship it for an eternity. Which, by the way, is biblically accurate. Christians, I know you don't like the truth, but it is. But I remember, and Doug stopped the tape, was like, <laughs> no, no, God is so secure that if we don't worship him, he, we're going to fuck us up, we're going to fuck our shit up, because we're guilty fucking sinners. It's like, dude, I, I, can't, I can't come back with that. He's like, really? He's, he literally said, God is so secure that if we don't worship him, he's going to torture us forever. Now, if that's not some Ike beating the shit out of Tina Turner shit, I don't know what that is. And again, I can't deal with that level of, uh, hold on, sycophant-like nature. Let's get this shit. So, I've sworn off my swearing off on fuckface Doug Wilson, and he's doing a response video, and I can't remember this dude's name. Apologies. 
but he is a pastor who just so happens to be gay. Now, obviously, other apologists and other pastors, they don't like him. And so I was like, okay, we're going to play this one and see what fuckface Doug Wilson has to say about the gay pastor. Let's roll it. Things God doesn't care about. Let's roll the tape. Your right beliefs. God doesn't care if you believe rightly. That, of course, brings up the question of whether this belief is right. Pause the tape already. You can go fuck yourself. Again, gang, that is Christian apologetics trick 101. And that is how many times can I use a word in a sentence, right? God doesn't care about your right beliefs. Well, is that a right belief about a right belief? Because if that's not a right belief, then what is a right belief? But that belief is right because it is a right. Again, gang, C student here, diagnosed fucking brain damage. And I don't, like I told you guys, if my four-year-old, Avid is like, I thought we agreed. No, uh, not that we agreed. We said, and let's say, don't, don't get on your screen. Right? And then if I catch her on the fucking screen, it's like, I thought we talked about this. Me and your mama said, no screen time. Go outside and play. Well, I mean, what is screen time? And if there is no God, I mean, I mean, what do you mean by that, Paul? I mean, what do you, I, there'd be some fucking consequences. Again, we don't allow children to talk to adults this way, but this is how Christian apologists defend their fucking faith. Roll the fucking tape. Does God care? Actually, I am going to answer that. God does care about your right beliefs, and that's the fucked up part. The Christian God does not care what you do. The Christian God only cares about what you believe. Gang, again, I can go and teach a Hindu self-defense today. I on the, on the drive home, I can get hit by a car and die and go to hell. Because I do not believe in the whole Christianity song and dance. Now, knocking on wood, the person who I taught self-defense to, let's say, Sally, that person suffers a rape. The Hindu, let's say that Hindu dies as a result of that encounter. That Hindu will go to hell according to Christianity. Save your fucking excuses. Right? I told you, the Christian excuse credit card, fucking decline. The fucked up portion is, gang, the rapist will get caught, go to jail. During that stint in prison, if the, if the rapist finds Jesus, out of the three people in that scenario... One of us is going to have it. It's not the self-defense teacher who's an atheist. It's not the, the, the receiving end of that rape and murder, the Hindu. It's the fucking rapist. And I do not care what Christians say. Everything I just said, spot on fucking correct. So yeah, God does care about your belief. And as long as you're willing to jerk them off, there is nothing that you can't get away with. Please talk to me about accountability. Please go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. Of your lover, God doesn't care about the gender of your lover. Ah, which meant that some of his expressions in Leviticus and Romans are somewhat confusing. Pause the tape. So again, the the, the pastor. Hold on. Do we have the this dude's name?
Uh, no. But again, I've seen him before on the internet. So... The gender of your lover. God doesn't care. God does not care about the gender of your lover. Let's hear Fuckface Doug's response. The gender of your lover, which meant that some of his expressions in Leviticus and Romans are somewhat confusing. Pause the tape. I, I, I need you Christians to shut the fuck up. Of all the things going on in the world, again, you no one thinks about gay sex more than fucking Christians. There are gay dudes blowing each other right now who do not think about gay sex as much as you fucking Christians do. Right? So again, if your God tells you that two gay people can't get it on, then fuck you and your God. Now, here's the thing. Again, I know, I know, I know. It's the Old Testament. Blah, 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 blah. I'm taking it out of context. Or you know what my new favorite excuse is, gang? That back then there wasn't a word for um, pedophile. So God sent down this message that a man should not lie. Here's the verse, right? If a man lies with a male as he does a woman, both of them have committed an abomination, blah, 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 blah. And you throw rocks at them until they're fucking dead. You stone them and not in a sexy, vibrant way. Right? Again, my, my newest favorite excuse is that that meant pedophilia. God didn't want pedophilia. So he didn't have a word for it. So it was translated as a man lying with another man. I can't believe you Christians fix your fucking mouth to say that. Your God is the creator of all, but he couldn't come up with the word fucking pedophile. So as a result, because he's all knowing, right? He knew in advance if he made this mistake, how many fucking gay people would be persecuted and fucking put to death. You got, every time you open up your mouth to make an excuse for your God, you make the fucker sound dumber and dumber. Roll the tape. Church attendance. God doesn't care about your church attendance, which is why he said not to forsake the gathering of yourselves. Together. Okay, give me a fucking break. So the, the, the other pastor said, God doesn't care about your church attendance. And I don't know, and I don't care what fuckface Doug had to say about that. Because I'm going to tell you something. Going to church is fucking boring. It just was, right? And maybe this is just the active child talking here. But having to sit still for two hours, and especially being told that, being insulted for two hours, right? You ain't shit. You deserve to be tortured. I just told someone Wednesday, and again, I am shocked that these people are shocked. Again, I was kicked out of Sunday school for asking, what did Noah do with all the poop? I remember telling this story to Fuckface SJ and Fuckface Craig Reed. And they said, well, we do it out of the window. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. That You just said this is literally a football field-sized boat. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of animals. That means in those pre with those prehistoric tools, if he shoveled the elephant shit from the back, walked all the way, threw it overboard, because again, there's one window. Look that shit up. And if he walked back, not only has that elephant shit again, it's twin ass shit. The bears have shit. The tigers have shit. You see what I'm saying, gang? And they kept telling me that. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. You know what they eventually told me? The Sunday school teacher said, if you keep this up, 
you are going to go to hell and you will never see your mother ever again. And everyone does the same thing. They said that to you? It's like, yeah, because that's all Christianity has. Threats, right? Love me, I'm going to kick your ass. Dang, that's literally how I make my goddamn living. So again, God doesn't care about your church attendance. You know what? Neither do I. Go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. Many people you convert. This is why God must not have been thinking when he told us to disciple the nations, baptize. Pause the tape. So the other, let's call him Pastor X. Pastor X is, God doesn't care how many people you convert. Debatable, right? You're supposed to go out according to, you know, the Bible and, you know, and make leaders of men in the plaza and the fucking glavenoids. But that's what I said in the first part of the uh, video. Again, when, when you lead the band, you turn your back to the fucking crowd, which means we all get to see your ass, which means we're going to criticize you when you say and do fucked up shit. So apparently God does want you guys to go out there and disciple and turn what? Fishers to men, right? Go shut the fuck up. Roll this fucked up ass tape. Um, and teaching them to obey all that God has commanded. What you want? Pause the tape. Teaching people to obey. I'm not joking when I tell you guys, this is what I do for a living. You know how many times a week I hear a woman tell me that she needs to obey her husband? These weren't even self-defense students, right? I was doing personal training. This happened twice on two different occasions. I remember two ladies showed up for their session and on you know, separate occasions and they were useless. And I could tell in there is like, look, we can't run another lap. Or do What's going on? Talk to me. Right. We got a good relationship. And I said, especially the first one. She told me that her and her husband just got into an argument. I was like, hey, you know, that happens. But you guys, you kids are in love. Walk it off. Right, you'll come to a solution. I, I yeah, y'all gonna be all right. Her response was, Robert, it's not that we got into an argument. I'm right. And I know that I'm right. But you know what her husband did? Put his foot down. He quoted the goddamn Bible. Because the Bible does say, Me, man, you woman, you shut the fuck up. You're wrong just for having a vagina. What's up? Now go in there and make my goddamn sandwich. It's not that he said it, gang. It's that she was conflicted. She said, Robert, I know I'm supposed to obey my husband. Robert, I know I'm supposed to submit to my husband. And I, I didn't say anything. I was like, I can't even get into that. If, if, if you need me here to tell you that that's abusive language, then I, I can't. I, 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 I just can't. So again, this is literally, I told you, it is always one word and one pronoun away from being the most atrocious shit ever. Roll the tape. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've seen some outfits at the mall that can... It's God doesn't care what you wear. ...to be described as God forsaken. Pause the tape. Again, there are people dying of cancer. There are people making vegan lasagna. People will root for the Atlanta Falcons next coming football season. And you mean to tell me your God is concerned about what people are wearing? And again, I still remember there was a lady at work. I did. I need to burn this fucking place down. And she was concerned about the yoga pants that she was wearing. And like, well, I don't, the, the only people I want looking at me in that way is my husband. And I said, I mean, in all due respect, you can't, again, 
what people say and what they do, that's one thing. But again, it's not that she's wearing yoga pants and I put myself in the same category. Anyone. And it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. If you see someone that you're attracted to and your eyes catch them, you're like, wow, they're nice looking. There is nothing wrong with that. But her conflict was, well, I'm wearing yoga pants. Therefore, my buttocks are, you know, and whatnot. But again, it's not a bad thing for this person over here to say, wow, I find that person attractive. Now, if they say, hey, I'm going to eat that ass. You can't stop. Then we got a problem. If they put their hands on you, we got a problem. If their stares are uncomfortable and noticeable. But again, if it's just a matter of, wow, he had nice shoulders. I think it was written during a time when people were intellectually prehistoric and they needed some fucking explanation just to figure shit out. And so again, here we are making rules basing on how women dress. I mean, fuck what you're, let's keep it real, right? This is about women, right? Dudes, we can pretty much get away with fashion murder. I do every day because I don't know how to fucking dress. But no one's ever saying his shirt is too tight, right? But when a woman does it, oh, stop the presses. So let's keep it real, right? This is another way that Christianity controls women. So the whole God doesn't care what you wear, if that's anywhere on the top one million of what your God worries about, your God's a simp. Roll the tape. How many times you read the Bible? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Just shut the fuck up. Of course, I'm at a disadvantage because I know that because I've read the Bible. Pause the tape. And I've read the Bible too. And there's a saying, and it's true. Nothing converts to atheism more than reading the fucking Bible. Christians, again, if as long as you want to continue being a Christian, don't read the Bible. Don't listen to people who have opposing views. Please stay comfortable. Please keep listening to the fucks like fuckface Frank Turk. It's like, well, it says right here to kill gay people. So, I mean, what do we do with that? What do you mean by that? And if there is no God, what's wrong with... Read that goddamn... But I dare you. I dare you to read that fucking Bible. Roll the tape. How much you give to your church? Well... Ooh, that's a good one. Just your church. How much should be a minimum of 10%. Again, so Pastor X said, God doesn't care how much you give to your church. And of course, fuckface Doug says, at minimum 10%. Gang, let me tell you something. It's funny. No, it's not. It's funny how it is. Your God can't solve a solution without taking what seems to be real world steps. You ever notice that? Again, for the people who sit here and say that they had cancer, then they went through chemo and radiation and did everything else. And the first thing they say is, God cured me of cancer. It's like, did he really? <laughs> right? Guy, I was obese and my health was going to shit. Then I started to diet and exercise and now I'm nice, fit, and trim. God helped me. It's like, was it or was it the weights that you were lifting? <laughs> right? And so, I mean, this bull- well, I just fucking forgot what the right. fuck he said. Oh, yeah. And money. Hey, again, hey, Christians, if you believe in prayer that much, Put your money, literally put your money where your mouth is. When you sit, I know you guys don't pay property taxes and shit like that, but you got to pay for those goddamn lights, don't you? So when the city of Austin or Houston or wherever you live, 
And when they call and like, hey, uh, St. John First Baptist, uh, we're looking at our records here. You're running a bit late <laughs> on your on your light bill. Oh, well, I prayed about it. Oh, well, I just prayed about it and click. We're just going to turn your shit off. Right. It's funny how your God can't operate without real world money. Shut the fuck up. Roll the tape. Give to your church. Well, not just your church, but it should be a minimum of 10 percent. Whether you worship the right way. So Nadab and, Nadab and Abihu were burned up it's, because they worshipped in the wrong way. What, did you guys just hear that? God doesn't care if you worship the right way. Then fuckface Doug Wilson said, well, these two fuckers got burned up for not... This is why I stopped fucking with this dude. Again, it's... I've heard like fuckface Frank Turk say, gang, this may be my first ever four-part. I almost apologize. Thank you so much for hanging in there. Whereas, like, he says, like, well, you know, well, what if God, you know, does blankety, 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 blank, and that person dies? Well, I mean, it's God. I mean, if God wants to kill someone, then God can kill someone. I mean, it's not really murder if God does it. So I can't, I can't, there's no clap back to that. I really got nothing. If you actually believe you're such a rancid piece of shit, that someone can control you and beat your ass and treat you like dog shit. And I was like, all I can say is go get some fucking self-esteem. Again, you guys say I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. I don't have enough self-loathing to be a fucking Christian. Roll the fucking tape. This motherfucker. does care about how you love your neighbor. All right, so this is, so Pastor X is saying what God actually does care about. The first one is love your neighbor. That's in the Bible, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much I I'm to love my neighbor unless God tells me. Pause the tape. Did you guys hear what fuckface Doug Wilson said? I don't know how to love my neighbor unless the Bible tells me. Again, this is abusive language, gang. This is 100% abusive language. Well, apparently not. So if you guys didn't catch that, she was like, well, they, apparently God didn't tell, the the Bible didn't tell our Christians how to treat the Native Americans, black people. I mean, shut the fuck up. Again, this is why you guys get this get out of jail free card, right? It was like, well, you, you just beat that gay person and shoved a broomstick up their ass. Well, no, I, I didn't do that. I mean, Leviticus said... It, it, I don't know how to love my neighbor unless the Bible tells me how to do it. This is abusive fucking language. Again, I told you guys, as long as I've been doing what it is I've been doing, the self-defense game, right? No, I'm at the point now where you don't have to say I was abused. And things like, you know, let's say her name is Karen. When she starts to begin and end every sentence with her husband's name, she doesn't have to tell me shit. That means she's not thinking for herself, right? Let's say when the session's getting ready to start, it's like, hey, wait, what'd you do this weekend, right? Did you have a good time with those children? I know your son plays soccer. How, how did he do, right? Well, John said that what Stevie should have done was dribble back and forth. And I was like, when, when you can't answer for yourself, again, you don't have to tell me shit. And so I was like, well, I don't know how to do this unless God tells me how. You're abused. Roll the tape. If you speak up to the oppressed. Is speaking up enough? Don't you have to do something? Pause the tape, fuckface. So Pastor X said, 
is speaking up, uh, speaking up for the oppressed, where fuckface Doug Wilson was like, well, is speaking up enough? Again, according to Christianity, go fuck yourself. Your God doesn't, you can be the oppressor. You can. And Christians, you are. Your God does not care what you do. Your God only cares what you believe. That Christian over there can enslave 100 Native Americans over there. Matter of fact, you did. Treat them like shit, rape the shit out of them, cut the heads off their husband and their uh, their boy children, put that around your neck as a reminder of, bitch, we own you. Your God does not care what you do. Your God only cares about what you believe. And if that Christian said, you know what, I'm sorry, Jesus, forgive me before he dies, that fucker goes to heaven. Those natives get to go to hell. Go fuck yourselves, roll the tape. Your theological humility. I want you to look at this phrase, your theological humility, and the smugness of the expression here. What about your smugness? How much you give to the poor. Ooh, hold I on. thought God didn't care how much we give. If you pause the tape, I can't believe that left your fucking mouth. I, I thought God doesn't care how much you give. Gang, this is no different. And we're going to end this fucking tape because I'm going to have a fucking stroke. Now I'm starting to remember why it is I don't like this guy. That is no different than Christians. That's why I told you guys, I do not get into debates with Christians about rape. If it takes you 20 minutes to talk about why rape is wrong, it's one of two reasons. You're a rapist or you're a Christian apologist. I don't get it. It's like, well, I mean, if there is no God, I mean, is it objectively wrong or is it just your opinion? I mean, sure, the rape might have been uncomfortable. Shut the fuck up. I can't believe you just said that out of your fucking mouth, you piece of shit. Right? So, I mean, again, this bullshit. What did he say that pissed me off? Theological humility and the smugness of the expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at your balls. How much you give to the poor? Yeah. I thought God didn't care how much you give. Again. Christians, you use tragedy to win debates. You should be, you, you, but you're not. But you should be disgusted with yourself. And if Doug Wilson was here right now, you know what he would say? Well, if there is no God, why should I be disgusted? And then I would just sit there and take some fucking battery acid and throw it on his fucking kneecaps. No, I mean, that's all they do. In order to win a debate, this show, again, he's talking about Pastor X and that humility. No, fuckface. You guys are so addicted to being right that you're going to sit there. I remember there was, uh, I did a uh, show on that where some fucking Christian told his fucked up ass story about a homeless person who was dirty and grungy, right? And took him into the barbershop, right? And and, and long story short, it was because the barber was an atheist and of course the and the Christian brought in the homeless, dirty, grungy guy, as he called him. And he's like, well, this dude is dirty and grungy. Therefore, barbers don't exist. You know what the Christian, everybody just said, it's not that. And the barber's response was like, well, it's not that I don't exist. It's that the homeless, dirty guy didn't come and find me. It's like, I can't believe you fuckers would sit there and use homelessness to, to, to throw down a fucking ace card. You use rape 
to throw down, sorry, buddy, to throw down your ace card. You use the poor and the fact that to throw down your ace card. Again, if you if this is a standard bear for Christianity, I've never been happier to be a motherfucking atheist. You guys fucking disgust me. And I know, I know, I know. If there is no God, what's wrong with me being disgusting? Yeah, you must. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ. I'm looking at the clock again. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel's about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking energy. And I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Damn it. Let's get uh, YouTube back up and running. We got one more leg to go, gang. Come on. We're a team. We are a team. We can do it. YouTube, camera mode. We got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, you are black again, and I pity the fool. All right, gang. Let's, uh, I, I've done a show on this fuckface before, and it's fuckface John McRae from fuckface, what do you mean? Now, again, this, some, this dude has a punchable face. He does has a very punchable. And it's got nothing to do with the fact that he's a Christian, but if I ever met him, first thing I would do is punch him in his fucking esophagus as hard as I can. He's just a fucking piece of shit. But he's got this fucked up ass video called When Religion Goes Wrong. Okay, I thought that was de uh, by definition religion. But we're going to roll this fucked up ass tape, and I'm going to respond to his stupidity. Let's roll the tape. People overbearing, judgmental, hypocritical, which makes a lot of people not want to be around them. This leads a lot of people to conclude that apart from religion, people are more likable or at minimum more bearable. Why is this? What? I think I might know. You know what? Let's chat about it. Did I miss something? Let's, just, let's roll it. God, I want to punch him in his face. If you've ever felt a little bit of excitement when a religious person publicly gets caught doing immoral things, then my guess is that you're... Pause the tape. No, I don't. I, I'm not going to lie. Because when people fuck up, it's not in a vacuum. It usually hurts somebody else. Like fuckface Ted, Ted Hager. You guys remember that guy? This is one of those... He was a mega, mega pastor in uh, Arizona. And his thing was anti-gay this, anti-gay anti that. Long story short, this guy not only used to hit the crystal meth, but he hired a gay prostitute to suck his dick, right? And I mean, the way it was, he was caught was, that part was delicious. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But no, I did not take pleasure in that. Not because he's gay, but because he had a wife that he was lying to. That he had three children that had to find out through the media that his dad, even though every Sunday was anti-gay, was sitting there le leading a secret life. So I can only speak for myself. This atheist, at least, does not take pleasure when a Christian trips up. Not like that. Because very few people fuck up 
and it happens in a vacuum. Roll the tape. Probably not alone. When a religious person gets caught in doing wrong, then a lot of non-religious people might feel a little sort of revenge and take pleasure in making religious people feel the same way that they believe that religion... Pause the tape. I think I see where fuckface McGee's going with this. Because I remember... Again, I would say look this shit up, but she took everything down. And I remember telling the human carcinoma fucking fuckface Stephanie Thomason, the creature, that again, if you're going to sit here and tell me that your life is superior to mine in any way, shape, and form as a Christian, it needs to be demonstrable. Because all she had for me was, oh, you know, you get this tremendous peace and blah, 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 blah. I was like, there's nothing that you can say about prayer that I can't say about me taking a massive shit. Except the difference is I can define and demonstrate taking a shit. Yeah, exactly. And I, I would also take, yeah, if I knew that I could fuck up for 79 years and then say a prayer and it's all good. Yeah, but again, so I, I think I see where this fuck face is going with this, right? Christians, you do tout that your life is better in some fashion, but then you also turn around and say that no one has it hard. You get shut the fuck up. You fucking flip-flopping mother. Get, roll the tape. People make them feel judged, hurt, embarrassed, and shamed. If it's true that religious people compared to non-religious people can end up more judgy, hypocritical, and look down on other people. One, I just belch hashtag a professional. Okay. Gang, I've said this before. One, Christianity is the worship of your own ego. Or religion is the worship of our own ego. Please notice how you and your God, you agree on everything, including the stuff that you don't agree upon. But you know what real religion actually is? It's like drugs and alcohol. All, all being drunk does is make you more of what you actually are. Now, funny story about Uncle Bobby, true story. One of my managers is a very attractive woman. She is. And I would never touch her. I've never flirted. I just like, she's just really good looking. She just really is. Now, Christmas parties for companies, if you have not been, you will be. Everyone takes turn being that guy or that girl, right? Again, I have, I've driven co-workers home. I've literally tucked them into bed. I have pulled their pants up after they've peed outdoors. And it would, we all do it. If you drink, you've had it. There's that one moment where you've had 15 too many. Gang, it was my turn to be that guy. And I got fucked up. And I remember <laughs> I have a bad back and bad everything. And fucking, they, they played more bounce to the ounce, which is the Phi Beta Sigma song. And I'm like, woo, woo. And I'm just, I'm hurting, I'm sweating, I'm all kinds of fucked up. And I remember her name is Rebecca, right? And I'm sitting there, and again, I'm plastered. You know what I said to Rebecca? I was told this, <laughs> I don't remember her. Right, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, if you weren't dating that dude, I'd fuck the shit out of you, you hot mother. No, you know what I said to her? I said, I just want to dance with you. I want to dance with you. You're safe with me. I just want to dance with you. Now, apparently it was like, oh, I just, I just want to, I want to dance. I just want, that's who I am. I'm actually very protective by nature, right? Again, do I find Rebecca to be very attractive? Yeah. Would I touch her? Never in a million years because it's not the right thing to do. So my point is I got drunk. I just wanted to dance with Rebecca, right? Christians, 
the, you religious people, that's it. You you are except you guys are the people who go to your Christmas party and call me a nigger, and then on Monday you come back and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa you, I, that's not who I really am. That I, that was the alcohol. It's like no, that wasn't the alcohol talking. That's who you are. The alcohol gave you permission to take out that outer coating and show me your true colors. Religious people, that's you. That's my point. I got drunk. I wanted to dance with Rebecca, and I was like, you're safe. Some people get drunk and, you know, like, oh, you fucking slut. This is what religion does to you guys. It's not that Jesus hates gay people. You hate gay people. It just, it gives you a reason. It gives you an excuse. It gives you an out. Religion is, it's who you are when you are drunk. Because every time you get, it's like, oh, dude, you said that? That's fucked up. Well, no, no, it's not me. You know who said this before he wrote this fucked up ass tape? Fuckface Frank Turk. I've seen him do this. Again, he, he gets, he's all super stiff, right? And I've seen him on his fuckface, crossface, fuckface examined bullshit. And someone will ask him, well, what do you think about gay people? Like, it's not what I think. It, it's Jesus says they're dirty fucking faggots and they're going to burn it. No, fuckface. This is what Frank Turk did. Podcast, you can't see me. Podcast, you can't. This is straight liquor. Damn it. No, it's not me. No, that's Jesus. Religion is what you are when you are drunk. It's giving you permission to be the sack of shit you really are. That was a long way to go. Let's roll this fucked up ass tape. For not being as moral as they consider themselves to be, then we can start by asking, how does this happen? Because you're an asshole. In most cases, I typically see it going something like this. Now, a religious person may feel better than others if they think that they have something that others don't. And that's a morally superior life. What did I say? It actually causes them to look down on others that they believe aren't living as good of a life. And it gives them a sense of entitlement and lets them feel superior to others. So far, I agree. who says, only God can judge me. And yet, here I am. Mm-mm-mm. Now, this isn't necessarily unique to religion. We see this manifest in other ways in life also. I'm sure we all know someone that goes to the gym and eats healthy, who looks down on others who don't go to the gym and eat fast food. Those people exist. Ugh. Yeah, I can't believe you're putting it's one your of, body. It's one of his fucked up ass skits. We're going to fast forward this. You just don't work. You know the fucked up thing is, gang? This is the first time I've seen this guy without sleeves. He's covered in tattoos. He's got more tattoos than I do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a verse in that fucking Bible that says you're not supposed to do that. Fuck face. Roll the tape. Just like everyone else who's not. Or how about people who feel like they're superior because of their skin color? They feel valuable because they're a certain race, and people who aren't are inferior in some way. Or what about political stances? I mean, there's a number of things. Even if we see ourselves as people who never judge and never look down on people, then we might start looking down on these people that we think judge and look down on people. So once again, we start feeling morally superior to those kinds of people. At some level, we're all vulnerable to this sort of thinking. It can be a number. Pause the tape. I'm hoping he's going to get to a point here sometime soon. So right now, he's just repeating himself. Um, people because they. Okay, yeah. This, I uh, roll the tape. Things, but usually it's that number one thing that we believe gives us our value and our self worth. And religion just happens to be one of those things that make it super easy to do this with. What do you think Jesus thought about people like this? Was he proud of them for being so moral? 
No, actually, he called him out over and over, stunning him all kinds of reality checks. For example, take the Sermon on the Mount. To those who thought they were good enough because they didn't outwardly break the laws, yeah. at least on the public, and Jesus said to him, we know that adultery is wrong. Oh, oh. You've already committed adultery within your heart. Okay, pause the tape. Christians, shut the fuck up. You're being convicted for thought, and it's not even a crime. Again, if you can, again, take it from a guy who's had some mental issues in the past. Squid, have you ever struggled with any mental health shit? Do you know anyone who's struggled with mental health shit? Okay, that's some normal shit. Gang, if you cannot be safe in your own mind, you can't be safe. You mean to tell me, again, I know exactly the, the Beatitudes of Jesus. Yes, I'm very well aware of it. Well, exactly. Because that fucking Christianity, they always have an excuse for shit. But again, it's, okay, so if John is married to Susanna, and if John fucks around on Susanna, that's bad. But if John jerks off to porn, or in my case, sees a Rebecca, was like, well, she's kind of attractive. That's just as bad as fucking, it's like, give me a break. Again, if you cannot be safe in your own mind, then you're just not safe, right? And again, I know, I know, oh, Robert, Jesus said the perfect thing. Shut the fuck up. That's just not okay, right? If I had a son, right? And I was like, well, your dad was a collegiate All-American. He didn't stay long, but he releases in the NFL. If you don't make it into the NFL like your dad did, you are a piece of shit and I'm going to torture you. You know what happened? CPS will be on my door the exact same day. And you know what? I fucking deserve it. What parent to what child says, here's a perfect standard. And if you don't reach it, I'm going to torture you. Now again, out here in the real world, we call that abuse. But in religion, that's called the greatest thing ever. I mean, just roll the tape. I'm going to have a stroke, gang. I'm going to have a stroke. for film morally perfect, huh? The point was you're no better than someone else just because you think that you're more moral than others. In my mind, I think of it like this. Say that me and you are on a boat that's sinking, right? And you jump off the boat and you jump five feet off the boat. And I jump twice as far. I jump 10 feet off of the boat. And then say I turn around and start bragging to you about how I outjumped you and how I got legs of a grasshopper. You'd probably be confused because my ability to jump further means nothing if we're still both 100 miles from the shore. Okay, Paul's, I think... I this dude makes the world's worst analogies. So, okay. So if we're both jumping off the same sinking boat. Okay. This is how I, the atheist, see. You know, the person who's using logic. Well, okay. I guess the jumping off the boat is, I guess, the sinful life, right? I jumped 100 feet. He jumped 5 feet. Blah, 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 blah. God is the captain of that boat, and God on purpose looked for that fucking Titanic-sized iceberg, slammed it right in the middle. God floated his monkey ass up to heaven and sat there, and he's like, got some life preservers. Any of you fuckers don't want to drown? Who wants to sign up? That, that's what I hear. Oh, where's my power cord? So that's what I hear. So again, this whole, you know, Jumping five feet off a sinking boat and the blase and the fucking glavenoids. I think that's what he's talking about. But either way, he's talking some Christian foolishness. Let's roll the tape. For how good I felt about my jump 
we're both about to die. Even if I could jump twice as far as you, it doesn't matter because my jump can't save me any more than your jump could save you. It's kind of like that in Christianity, and here's why. To start, none of us are perfect. I think we'd all admit that. Well, at least most of us. And well, it- says, who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A God. Okay, one, pause the tape. That's Kanye West. Gang, there are no words to describe how much I cannot stand Kanye West. Fuck it. But no, apparently I was right. That is what he's talking about, right? That, that boat that I'm about to belch. I just belched. God, did you guys hear that one? I said, I got professional. That was a sad belch. I'm a sad as fuck today. We're going to keep doing this. So the boat is the life, the sin-filled life. He jumps five feet off the sin-filled life. I jump 100 feet, but we're still drowning, right? Again, my analogy stands. God is the captain of the Titanic. He looked for the iceberg. He rammed it. He floated to heaven and then sat there and teased us with, who wants a life preserver? So again, again, like I said, the only thing I can really say to that is I don't hate myself enough to be a Christian. I've got a laundry list of character faults. But none of them says I should be tortured forever. That, to me, is the, the, the delicious part of life. Gang, yesterday I learned that WOP, W-O-P, it's not a dance, right? If you're my age, right? The WOP. But W-O-P apparently is a racial slur for our Italian brothers and sisters. It means without papers. So you know what I did on Twitter? I apologize for using that term. That's the delicious part of life. Being flawed and learning from those flaws. If there is a God, I'm going to keep it real. That fucker's jealous of us because we have shit to learn. How boring must it be to be that fucker? Roll the tape. Told you. That's who I think I am. I'm not even going to address Kanye West. Move on. God is perfect. And all of us are way too far from the mark to possibly reach perfection ourselves. Only Christ was. And if we have to be graded next to center to Christ, then we're all going to flunk with flying colors. If the problem is the number one thing that gives you your value and gives you your... Pause the tape. Gang, my dad, I told y'all before, the major is literally borderline genius. He speaks math. Did you guys know that two plus two doesn't have to equal four? Did you guys know that? My dad took a class. Uh... I think it's called descriptive math. And pretty much the entire class, you can say two plus two equals four, or it does not. But your assignment is you have to show your work. Apparently, it does not have to equal four. Do you guys know that? I still don't even know what the fuck that means in English. But yeah, apparently that's a fact that two plus two does not have to equal four. Gang, if my dad held me to his mathematical standards, I would have made it past the second grade. He would have taken me outside, put me on a barbecue pit, and roasted my ass till I was dead. I suck at math. But you know what my dad always said about my academics? As lo- Again, all I did was make Cs. That's, that's what I am academically. right? And, I, and I'm very proud of that. You want to know why? Because a C is indicative of all I have to give. And that's all my dad ever said. If if you give it everything you got, if you study your little black ass off and it is worthy of a C, I will celebrate that. That's what my dad said. He didn't say you had to be like me. 
He didn't say you had to be perfect. So I'm sitting here trying not to fucking cry. He said, you give it everything you've got. And if everything you got is worthy of an A, we will celebrate that A. Everything you have is worthy of a C, we'll celebrate that goddamn C and everything in between. No, 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 no. Not your fucking God, right? If you even look at a woman and say she's hot, I'm going to burn your monkey ass forever. Now get on your fucking knees and eat some Jesus meat and drink his fucking blood. Christians, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? Roll the tape. Worth causes you to look down on other people, then how can we escape this with religion? With the exception of Christianity, all religions claim that you have to earn your salvation and your way to God by being moral or denying your moral faults. This naturally causes people to look down on people who aren't so moral and to either feel morally superior or to feel morally insecure about the fact that they can't be perfect. But Christianity is unique in a very important way. Because we can't feel better than someone else because of how good we are, then it makes us realize that we can't feel morally superior to someone else because of how bad they are. This means that our value and our self-worth can't come from our moral behavior. It can't come from how good we are. Instead, we can put our self-worth and our value in the fact that Christ loved us so much that he was willing to die for us. Okay, pause the tape. Christian, stop. You, you, this is bad parenting. This is bad parenting. I would absolutely tell my fucking children, motherfucker, you work. Right? You you are a good person because that is who you are. You are going to fuck up. And then you learn from your fuck-ups. You apologize for your fuck-ups. And you make up for your fuck-ups. But you are not your mistakes. Right? I mean, fuck me. This, this is Parenting 101. I mean, I thought, aren't we supposed to tell our fucking children you can do anything you want as long as you work for it? According to Christianity, you can't be a good person no matter how much you work for it. Okay? I learned this from a fuck. When I was in the crazy house, when I sat right over there and tried to drink bleach and end my own fucking life and earn myself a trip to the fucking mental place, I remember they told me, you know what they said? Every time you compare yourself to someone else, you lose. They're right. Christian, that's all you are, are taught to do. Compare yourself to Jesus. That motherfucker literally walked on water. Can you walk on water? Oh, you can't? Fuck you, you're a piece of shit. I remember it was during COVID. I can't remember where, but there was a pastor. It was like in Tennessee, but it was white water. You know what that is? Really violent water. This fucker said his faith was so strong, he could walk on water in front of his congregation. So you know what he did? He took one step... We'll never guess what. Two things. One, he died. You want to know why? He didn't know how to swim. He literally did not know how to swim. He compared himself to Jesus, the character of Jesus, and he fucking, you know, in the tape roll, the, shut the fuck up. Uncle Bobby's only giving you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one motherfucking solution. Christianity, shut the fuck up. Seriously? Do us all a favor and shut the fuck up. From the very first example, when I talked about G and his response to my, what I said, Christians, we're just worried about two different things. You guys are worried about being called a name. You don't want to be called delusional. I literally have had Christians get mad at me because it's Twitter and you're restricted with the characters. 
I remember the first time it happened. So when I type Christianity or Christian on Twitter, I put X T I A N to save space. I had a Christian get mad at me. He's like, Oh, you should respect Jesus. Why don't you say Christian? You just spell it out. You ain't just like, dude, first and foremost, see your way off my goddamn timeline. It's Twitter. Do <laughs> you only get 240 characters? Fuck face. You guys are worried about the most benign shit, and that's what you guys call persecution. Well, again, while you guys are afraid of words and definitions, the rest of the world, we are literally afraid of you and the power you have. It is a Christian-based initiative that women cannot control their own meat because apparently your God thinks every life is sacred except for the ones that he sends to hell to be tortured forever. You guys are worried about definitions, but you use that Bible and your belief system to enslave and dehumanize groups of people in mass. Again, we're just worried about two different things. You guys are worried about words. We're worried about actions. And more importantly, we're worried about actions carried out by you guys. So please go fuck yourselves. Right? And then we got fuckface Doug Wilson. Sitting here talking shit about Pastor X. Again, I've seen this dude on the talk show circuit, on the internet talk show circuit, and everyone wants to rag him because he's Christian and he's gay, right? Then you got fuck knuckle, you know, Doug Wilson leaning into him. Because again, you guys ever notice every Christian that you guys talk to is the one Christian that got it right. How many Christians have you guys ever heard say, oh, me? Oh, I'm the one who got it all kinds of fucked up. No, 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 no. I, no, it's always that Christian over there. They're the ones who are taking it out of context. They're the ones who've got it wrong. You guys ever notice that? That's exactly what fuckface Doug Wilson just did. He's going to sit there and rag that pastor. Let me tell you something. Not that I would ever become a Christian because no. But everything that Pastor X said, I was down with for the most part. I'm like, go ahead on. Like I said, if your version of Jesus makes you do good things, I like your Jesus. I'm not going to argue Pastor X. I'm just not. His God doesn't give two shits who you fuck, how you dress, how much you give to your church. Apparently, his Jesus is the same as Jimmy Carter's. Just do good shit, right? We'll see your monkey ass in heaven, right? And then we got fuckface John McRae, the man with the very punchable face. Talking all this doo-doo-ass bullshit. And again, it's just Christianity wrapped up in one eight-minute fucking TikTok or whatever fucking video. It's just making excuses. And again, at the end of the day, the Christian God is the world's worst parent. You can't do shit right. I don't even know why. Your mama would have been better surgery if she fucking swallowed you. I can't believe we fucking had. Do you know how much you fucking cost you sack of shit? What kind of, again, what parent to what child does this without getting CPS called on? Again, if my four-year-old had a disease that was uncomfortable but survivable, but every morning that kid had to take a pill, I told you guys what I would do. I would sit there, bedside, and I would wait for that kid 
she'd gently wake up on her own. I'd hand her some juice. I'd hand her her pill. She wouldn't have to ask. I'd be sitting there waiting, giving it to her. You know what I wouldn't do? I wouldn't sit there and make myself almost unrecognizable. Make her beg me to give her the fucking pill to live. That's the God proposition. And what if I berated that child? Do you know how fucking inconvenient it is that I got to sit here with your diseased ass and give you a fucking pill so you can live? Get on your goddamn knees and tell me how great I am for giving you this goddamn pill. I, I should just let you die. I should. You know what I'm going to do tomorrow? I'm not even going to sit here. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to drive 70 miles away. Come and find me and get this goddamn pill. That's the God proposition. And we sent our children to Sunday school every week to learn this. I'm recording this on a Saturday. That means in 24 hours, Christians are going to celebrate that their savior had to be tortured and murdered because they're so terrible, they needed that so they can be even kind of slightly good. And they still have to drink his blood and they still have to eat his flesh and they still have to say what a horrible person they are. Gang, if that's not bad parenting, then I don't know what is. Gang, like the things, subscribe to the things, share the things, so maybe a Christian can hear me say this one fucking thing. You are better than the God they forced you to believe in. You got the self-esteem. You got the mots. You are not broken. You are not flawed. And you don't deserve to go to hell because there's no such place. You are a good person. You're going to make a mistake, but you learn from that mistake. And more importantly, you grow from that mistake. The world would be a better place if we all had just a little bit more self-esteem. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth.